0: When to upgrade your podcasting tools. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 232. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast, I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. When we're talking about podcasting tools, a question that commonly comes up is, should I upgrade this thing to this other thing in order to improve the quality of my podcast? That is a reasonable question, But I want to explore that in more depth in this episode because we could be talking about microphones, mixers, software, or really any kind of podcasting tool, something that makes it possible for you to speak with your voice in audio or video and share that message with the world. All of these different kinds of tools could be upgraded and we could upgrade until we are poor. But when should you actually upgrade? And that's why I want to share with you in this episode if you would like to follow along in the show notes, you can go to the audacity to com slash upgrade time. This topic is inspired from a conversation that we had recently on podcasters roundtable episode 54. We talked about the evolution of a podcaster's gear. We had a great conversation over there. Definitely check out that and subscribe to podcasters roundtable and the email list over there if you're not already. But I have the link for that in the show notes for this episode number 232 if you'd like to check that out that way all the resources are right there in the show notes for you. So I have five thoughts to share with you number one think before upgrading to improve your quality number two upgrade when your podcasting tool is causing frustrations number three upgrade when your podcasting gear breaks number four upgrade when you outgrow your podcasting tool and number five upgrade when you need new features or functionality. Let's start with number one. Think before upgrading to improve your quality. This is the thing podcasters commonly think. Well, I've got such and such microphone. I'm thinking about upgrading to such and such. I hear this a lot because certain microphones like the High PR40, the Electrovoice RE320 or RE20 or several other expensive microphones that are $300 and up are often seen and heralded as the thing that you need to get for your podcast in order to improve its quality and to sound professional. And sometimes this can be true, yes, but many times we really need to learn how to use the tools that we already have before we consider upgrading to something better. For example, the Audio-Technica ATR2100USB. This is a great starting microphone for podcasters. It has really good quality, very flexible set of features in it because it's XLR and USB and it's an affordable price, usually between $40 and $60. The price fluctuates all the time, but it's somewhere in that range. Certainly affordable. It's not the cheapest USB XLR microphone. It's not the most expensive. It's not the best quality, but it is really good all around. And even though there are other microphones that may be a little bit less expensive, a little bit more expensive, or look a little nicer, what I really like about the ATR2100 USB, and many other podcasters should appreciate this too, is that it has a lifetime warranty, whereas most podcasting equipment comes with maybe a one or three-year warranty. The ATR2100, lifetime warranty. And I've recently had to take advantage of that lifetime warranty, and Audio-Technica was great about handling that. But many podcasters will jump in with this microphone, and they'll start using it, and then they think, okay, I got this microphone, I paid about $50 for it, but this certain other microphone, this golden microphone out there that has the voice of angels built into it is $300, and if I upgrade that, then maybe I'll sound better, and maybe I'll improve the quality of my podcast, and maybe I'll grow my audience because my podcast will sound better. That's not quite the proper line of thinking. Yes, it can improve your quality, but let's take the ATR2100USB as an example here. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would give the ATR2100USB about a 7.5 for its quality, its features, its professionalism for podcasting, especially when you're considering starting out. It's a great starter microphone. On the other side, I would give something like the ElectroVoice RE320 or the Heil PR40, both a 9 out of 10 on the score of high quality, not perfect pristine number 10. I haven't seen the number 10 microphone because really I think number 10 is extremely relative to who's using it, what their voice is like. So I haven't found the perfect microphone for my voice. and I'm not going to find the perfect microphone for your voice. So I think the PR40 or the RE320 or several other microphones in that range are about a 9 out of 10. So there's A 1.5 point difference between these, according to my own scale of where I put these in the quality level. So is 1.5 points of quality worth spending another $300 to give your audio a potential bump in quality? It might not be worth that. In fact, there are some people I hear using the ATR2100 microphone very poorly And they think that by upgrading to a better microphone, they'll get better quality. But the problem isn't the microphone. It's how they're using the microphone. If you are a foot away from a microphone or two feet away from a microphone, it will sound horrible regardless of what kind of studio microphone it is. Yes, there are certain microphones designed for that kind of distance, like a shotgun microphone, but you typically want to use that in a video, not in an audio podcast. So is it worth that extra expense to potentially give you the quality boost? Probably not. And in fact, with just some more knowledge on your side, you might be able to improve your quality without spending anything extra. Upgrading your equipment is not a guaranteed way to upgrade your quality. Sometimes it can be, sometimes it won't be, but you really need to think carefully before you follow that course of thought of i'm going to upgrade in order to improve my audio quality that's number 1 think before upgrading to improve your quality number 2 upgrade when your podcasting tool is causing frustrations you could be merely tolerating the tools that you have with your podcast or everything around your podcast maybe it's a particular program you're using and it keeps crashing or it runs really slowly maybe your computer runs really slowly Or maybe there's something that you got that's so complicated for you to use and set up, like maybe a mixer or a compressor limiter gate or or a lack thereof, that you keep messing up settings on it and your audio quality is suffering and other things are frustrating you about your podcast. Maybe quality, maybe it's workflow, maybe it's something else that you just have to think so hard about hacking all of these things together in order to do what you want to do. This is a good time to upgrade, to fix these frustrations. Sometimes these frustrations can be resolved then by replacing or upgrading that thing that you're using. For example, if you have a very popular website and you're on shared web hosting, then the poor performance of your website might be removed and you can get much better performance by upgrading to better web hosting. Or maybe you have a really slow workflow with your audio editing software like Audacity or maybe it's some other software like GarageBand or something like that. Maybe it's free or cheap and it's just kind of getting the job done, but it's not doing it very quickly. You have to remember a lot of stuff. There are a lot of steps. Maybe that problem could be resolved by upgrading to better or easier software or more professional software that follows in line with the multiple tutorials out there about how to use certain typical standard audio editing tools and processes. Maybe there's some kind of hiss or other noise in your audio that could maybe be resolved By upgrading your microphone, but don't always assume it's your microphone because it could also be your preamp. The preamp could be built into your mixer, it could be something else. It could be if you're plugged directly into your digital audio recorder, that the preamp in that is not very good. Or maybe it's simply the space where you're recording. You don't have much carpet, you have hard floors, you have flat walls, no furniture, and there's a lot of room noise. Maybe upgrading there wouldn't be upgrading your microphone. Upgrading by putting some stuff in the room to dampen that noise and echo and reverb and all of that other stuff that's getting into your recording. So, when you're running into these kinds of frustrations with the experience, this could slow you down and really eventually kill your enthusiasm for podcasting altogether. Don't let a podcasting annoyance get in the way of sharing your passion. If you need to upgrade something in order to solve and remove that annoyance, then it's time to upgrade that thing. So, this is number two upgrade when your podcasting tool is causing frustrations. Number three, upgrade when your podcasting gear breaks. This may seem obvious, but you may forget it when the time actually comes, if the time comes. And I do think at some point, something might break that you're using. When something does break, you know that you probably have to replace it anyway. So why not consider at the same time taking the opportunity to upgrade whatever that thing is? For example, if your Zoom H4n dies, then maybe instead of replacing it with another Zoom H4n, upgrade to a Zoom H5. Or maybe you might benefit from upgrading to a Zoom H6 if you need those extra features. And I'll talk more about features in just a moment. But make sure that you check the warranty on that item. Like I mentioned earlier, the ATR2100 USB has a lifetime warranty. So if it breaks, and some people have reported certain issues, sometimes with the USB port on it going bad after a little while, either a year, a few years, whatever the case, mine went bad after several years of using it. But when that happens, I can get it replaced with the generous lifetime warranty. So check the warranty that comes with your thing. But even if it's out of warranty, contact the company and see if there's anything that they can do. There have been multiple cases where I have had to contact a company about something that had broken and was clearly out of warranty, but I just wanted to see what they could do about it. They couldn't fully replace it for free. But what they could do in many cases was give me a promo code or a credit to purchase A new thing and not just purchase a replacement of the same model but purchase the next model or anything else that I wanted to from their store. That can be a great way of upgrading your equipment that you might not have thought of when something breaks. So this is a good opportunity that when it breaks you have to replace it anyway. Most likely you have to. So why not try to replace it with something a little bit nicer if you can't afford that and if you can somehow work that in with its replacement and of course affordability is very important I do not want you to go in debt to purchase things to improve your podcast try to stay debt-free I would actually say stay debt-free with your podcast and with your business it's a good practice really in in everything in general stay debt-free this is number three upgrade when your podcasting gear breaks number four upgrade when you outgrow your podcasting tool Like with clothing, we often outgrow the things that we use. It could be that the podcast has gotten bigger than the gear or that the media hosting or website hosting or the technology you're using or whatever tools can really support now that you've gotten larger in whatever way larger means or outgrowing it. It could be that maybe you're taking the podcast a lot more seriously. So you need to be able to do more than have one person on one microphone. Maybe you want to interview people online. Maybe you have multiple co hosts now and you don't want to keep sitting awkwardly close to each other as you talk into the microphone, unless you're romantically connected with that person. And then that might be pleasant. Just make sure you've got plenty of breath mints nearby. But maybe you've just come to this point where you realize the podcast is bigger now than it used to be. I need to use something nicer. what I have I've outgrown this stuff that is a good problem to have when you do actually outgrow and how you define outgrowing something is really up to you but pretty much it's when whatever you have can no longer support what you need to do or what you've been trying to do maybe it's multiple people like a mixer for example you might have started out with a mixer that has one XLR input but you want to have two people on your podcast. So now you need a mixer that has two XLR inputs, or maybe you bought a USB only microphone, which I highly recommend against doing that, but maybe you did do that. And now you want to have more than one person on your podcast. So you're going to need to replace that microphone and get two microphones and a mixer or work something else out so that you can upgrade what you're doing in order to support your new growth with your podcast. You might need to upgrade your media hosting or upgrade to professional media hosting like Blueberry or Libsyn. And by the way, use my promo code Noodle and you get a free month with either of those companies. Great companies, great products and services over there. I highly recommend you use dedicated media hosting for your podcast. But it might be time for you to upgrade to that. I remember when I was flying under the radar with my podcasts and hosting them on my shared hosting, there were some issues here and there with concerns about how much information was being requested at a single time from the website. But when I was about to launch a new podcast that I knew would get popular, I also knew it's time to upgrade to media hosting because I'm about to outgrow what I have. And since then, I've had to upgrade my website multiple times. I've gone all the way up to dedicated servers and managed WordPress hosting and even self-managed virtual private servers, which is what I'm on right now. I've upgraded in many ways because I've outgrown what I already had. What I had worked great, but it's just too small for the current needs. And you might have that too with whatever gear you're working with. What you want to do is just bigger than what you have can support. That's number four, upgrade when you outgrow your podcasting tool. And number five, upgrade when you need new features or functionality. This is really the most important reason to consider any upgrades, and this idea is core to all of these other things that I've mentioned, but this is when you need to do something that your current podcasting tools can't do, or can't do very well. For example, maybe you want to take live phone calls, maybe you want to live stream on the internet, like I live stream the Audacity to Podcast live on Mondays at 2pm Eastern, over at the slash live. And I love it when people join me in the chat room and watch live over there. Maybe you want to start doing some video for your audio podcast, either switching to video, or you want to do some video that promotes your audio podcast. Maybe you need to set up a mix minus where someone on the other end hears you, hears your music and your co-host, but they don't hear themselves back. Maybe you want to start selling something on your website or providing some service or taking sponsors. Maybe you want to take your podcast on the road and go mobile with it and be able to set up in a hotel room or on a show floor somewhere at an expo or wherever it is. Maybe you want to be able to interview people in person, over the phone, over the internet, wherever. And there could be many other things that you might want to do that require new features or functionality from your podcasting tools. This is when you should probably upgrade something. When your needs are bigger than what you can currently do and you need those new features, you're not just outgrowing what you have, like needing an extra XLR port or needing a headphone splitter or something like that, but you need new features. You need to be able to do something you couldn't do at all before. But you really need to think about needs versus wants. This is especially important to remember when new smartphones are released. At the time of this recording, we're about a month away from Apple probably announcing and introducing their new iPhone line. I Here's one prediction no one else has said. I predict the new iPhone 6S line or whatever they decide to call it will include the same anti-reflective coating that the iPads started including not long ago. But when things like the new iPhone or new technology comes out, Android phone, a new device, a new camera, whatever, we often look at these things and we think, oh, I really want that. But you need to be objective here. Do you really need it? I have an iPhone 5 right now. And when the iPhone 6 was announced, I thought, ooh, that's neat. I want that. But I had to look at it objectively and realize I don't really need that. I don't need a bigger screen. I don't need a faster phone. I don't need a better camera on my phone because I use my DSLR if I'm going to do something serious. I don't need these features of the new phones. Maybe the next generation, there will be features in it that I will need. But currently, I don't need to upgrade. I want to, but I don't need to, so I'm saving the money by not upgrading until I need to upgrade. A need is something that you really can't do without. Or put another way, you can't realistically host the podcast the way you want to without this particular thing. If you have an ATR2100 USB, you don't need a high LPR40 or an ElectroVoice RE320. Yes, they might, might sound a little bit better than what you currently have. But you can still podcast with the microphone you have. You can still be successful. In fact, many podcasters are hosting very successful podcasts with very inexpensive equipment. You don't need that upgrade. You want it. A want is something that you can do without. But it might be nice to have, might have some little perks or just make something a little bit more fun. But you don't have to have it. In order to do your job and job being hobby passion whatever you call your podcast and whatever it is to you so do you need something like a zoom h6 this is a very fancy high-end digital audio recorder but do you need this if all you need is a simple two-track digital recorder for connecting to your mixer at home you probably don't need the zoom h6 it's probably overkill for that maybe even the zoom h5 might be overkill but if you want to be able to take only a recorder and some microphones with you and cables, of course, to a conference and be able to set up very quickly on a table, battery powered everything, and record a podcast right there, then maybe you do need the Zoom H6 because it provides those features and that functionality. So, this is stuff that you need. Do you need a compressor limiter gate? Probably not sure it can do some nice things for you like block out the background noise when you're not speaking it can also help prevent some crosstalk from entering your microphone and reducing some of that room reverb and echo so maybe you do need it because maybe you're in a situation where you can't reduce that on your own and maybe something like a compressor limiter gate might do well for you to fix that and give you those extra features that you need maybe you need a better mixer. That not only supports more channels, but maybe you want to have special effects live in your recording, like making yourself sound like a chipmunk or giving yourself an echo or doing some live compression or equalization or anything like that. Maybe you do need the better mixer. Maybe you do need to record every single track individually, in which case you might want to upgrade to a really expensive mixer that records in several tracks instead of the standard stereo or even four channel output as some of the Behringer mixers do and Mackie mixers as well. But do you need that or is it just a want? This is really the most important thing. Upgrade when you need these new features or functionality. If you don't need them, then maybe your money would be better spent somewhere else. That's number five. So again, these five things to consider For when to upgrade your podcasting tools, number one, think before upgrading to, quote, improve your quality, unquote. Number two, upgrade when your podcasting tool is causing frustrations. Number three, upgrade when your podcasting gear breaks. Number four, upgrade when you outgrow your podcasting tool. And number five, upgrade when you need new features or functionality. I'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What's your experience with this? When did you upgrade or when do you decide to upgrade your podcasting tools have you decided to upgrade something in the past and what made you decide on that or what needs do you have right now that you're thinking of upgrading to and what needs do these certain upgrades that you have done fulfill that were actual needs and not just wants please comment on the show notes as well as get the links and resources that i mentioned for episode 232 at the slash upgrade time i've got two announcements for you the first is that if you've been thinking about attending a podcasting conference or a social media conference but you live on the other side of the world from the united states of america then there is a conference for you it's new media europe in manchester united kingdom on september 12th through 13th 2015 i highly recommend that you check this out new media europe is going to be a great conference i think it's put on By Mike and Isabella Russell from Music Radio Creative, and the lineup of speakers that they have for this conference look fantastic. I wish I could go. I really, really would love to go, but the finances just aren't there for me to be able to do that at this time. But they do have a great lineup here. For example, there is uh, Cliff Ravenscraft will be one of the keynote speakers over there, or Colin Gray, who's been on Podcasters Roundtable before, We'll be sharing Time to Get Series Us, How to Revitalize and Sell Your Podcast. Or uh, Phil Pallon will be talking about Ugly Never Wins. Or Katrina Buras, one of my clients in the past, will be talking about Maximize Content with Little Effort. Chris Ducker will be talking about How to Build the Business of You. And there's a lot more about social media, about podcasting, about new media. Check this out at TheAudacityToPodcast.com slash n m e u that's also the hashtag if you'd like to follow the conversation during the event hashtag n m e u that stands for new media europe and I am a proud sponsor of that I'm using my podcast reviews as a sponsor for new media Europe and I think that the people who are podcasting over there would love to see their reviews from all over the world I think you would too that's why I've chosen to sponsor with my podcast reviews and I really would like to see a great social media new media conference in Europe and I think new media Europe is that conference so check it out register for it quickly because time is running out go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash nmeu to register and my one other announcement I've been teasing this for a little while I have something brand new I will be launching this week at the time of this recording I will announce it first to my email list. So you might be hearing this and it might be too late to hear that first announcement, but you can still join the email list because I will be opening it up first to my email list subscribers So watch your email for that special announcement of that new thing that I'm launching. And then in my next episode, I will be dedicating that episode to talk all about this new thing and why I think this new thing will help you and how it will help you and some of the stuff I'm excited about, the vision behind this new thing that I'm launching. I'm really excited about it and it will be exclusive to podcasters. It's not about how to podcast. It's about now that you have your podcast, what's next? This is unlike anything I've ever done before. and I really do think this is unique in this podcasting space. So it will be exclusive to people who have a podcast if you want to be part of it you better launch your podcast now i can help you with that with some one-on-one consulting or do some stuff for you but if you want to be part of this new thing i'm doing first get on my email list over at the audacity where i will be announcing it there first and also watch out for this new thing make sure you have a podcast in itunes because this will be exclusive to existing podcasters I'm really excited about it. I'll tell you all about it in the next episode of the Audacity to Podcast, but I am launching it this week. And this is really exciting to me because I'm going to be doing some things in this I've never done before on a regular basis. And some things I'm really excited about, some stuff I'm passionate about in helping you to improve your podcast. That is really the core of my passion, helping you improve what you're already doing. And that's what so much of the Audacity to Podcasts episodes are about helping you improve or if you're starting out, helping you to start out the right way. But this new thing I'm going to do is exclusive to after you've already started. So get that podcast launched right away if you want to be part of this new thing. And when I start this, it will only be open for a very limited time. So when you see that announcement jump on it if you want to be part of this. Otherwise you might have to wait maybe a month, maybe a few months until I reopen it again because I want to get a core charter group of people in here who can really help define and refine this and make it amazing and then I'll open it up to more people and we'll see how it grows. From there. So watch for that in the next episode of the Audacity to Podcast and my email list. And you can get all of that, the show notes for this episode, the links to the products and other podcast episode I mentioned from Podcasters Roundtable and more in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash upgrade time. And those are the show notes for episode 232. I'd love to help you launch or improve your podcast. So if you need some help, maybe it's one-on-one consulting, maybe it's you need help picking out the right equipment, or you have a question you'd like me to answer in the Audacity to podcast, please get in touch with me. All of my contact information is on the website at theaudacitypodcast.com. You can call, send a voice message through the website, email me through the website, whatever works best for you. That's all at theaudacitypodcast.com. I would love some iTunes reviews. It's been a little while since I've had any to thank, but I am very grateful for every review I've received. If you appreciate the show and you get something from it, then please consider writing a review and sharing that with the audience and other people who are checking out the podcast. Make sure you mention your own podcast or website in the review. Go to theaudacitytopodcast.com and click on that iTunes button to then write a review in iTunes. And I'll be using mypodcastreviews.com to get those reviews. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passion and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitytopodcast.com and the Ramen Noodle on Twitter. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.